When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another show. We've got another jam-packed content for you to really take your business to the next level with today's guest as well. But before we dive in, let me ask you a question. Are you still struggling to attract the attention of your ideal client despite how much marketing you're doing, whether online or offline, you're speaking, doing all of that great stuff? It may be because your marketing message is not specific enough to attract the attention of your ideal client. And do you even know who your ideal client is? How well have you defined him or her? Well, my guest today is Eleanor Strong, and she is a digital marketing strategist with a professional background in data analysis and project management. Now, Eleanor teaches multi-passionate entrepreneurs to use systematic sleuthing to accurately define and easily attract their ideal customer. And she's the creator of the Avatar Discovery Course. Now, on today's show, she is going to speak about smart tips for using sleuthing to figure out your potential customer's pain points, even if you don't have a business yet, or maybe you do have a business and you want to better understand them, your ideal clients. Eleanor is also going to share helpful tools that can automate your research on potential customers as well as your peers and and competitors. And I know that is something that many of you are struggling with, so that's great. And uh, lastly, she's going to show us how to promote yourself to potential customers in an authentic and non-sleazy way. So lots in store. Welcome to the show, Eleanor. Thanks so much for having me. This is such a great topic, and I know that many ambitious entrepreneurs tend to struggle with. However, it's so important because all of the marketing, the communications, the speaking, everything that they do to bring their message to the world can fall on deaf ears, can't they, when they haven't clearly defined their ideal client. Am I correct in assuming that? Oh, absolutely. It's the cornerstone and the foundation of everything is knowing your ideal client. Mm, Absolutely. So tell me, Eleanor, how did you come to develop your sleuthing method for an ideal customer research? Well, it really started with my own frustration in having taken several marketing courses and being stuck sort of on the first step. You know, whenever you take a marketing course, it starts off talking quite accurately about the importance of knowing 
your ideal customer and it says, you know, write out their fears, write out their dreams, their struggles. And I always sort of got stuck on that part because I was like, well, where do I get this information and how do I know I'm not just fabricating a person (laughs) who doesn't actually exist or maybe doesn't think or feel the way I think she does or he does. So I was sort of stuck on that for quite a while, about a year after having taken all these courses. And then I thought to myself, you know, I have a background in project management and data analysis and, you know, maybe I could systematize the process of my ideal customer. So I started to think about how could I do that. And I realized that there are people talking every day on the Internet, in forums, in blog comments, all over the place about their problems and their fears and their struggles. And I thought, well, why don't I just start reading these? And why don't I start capturing them Mm. and saving them and analyzing them? And doing all of my (laughs) lovely research tasks and really figuring out which of these people can I serve. Mm. So that, in a nutshell, is I got started with sleuthing for (laughs) ideal customers. I love the way that you use that term sleuthing because it really is digging and researching and and absolutely so true what you've said. I mean, when you're asked the question, who's our ideal client? What are they struggling with? What keeps them awake at night? We can assume certain things because we might base it on what we've gone through, but to really go out there and do some research that validates that, yes, other people are also struggling with that too and being mindful of the, the words that they're using as you said, you really hung out on those forums, read the blog posts and, and comments. That, I'm assuming, really gave you some incredible information that you could then weave into uh, your marketing material to become far more able to connect and, and engage with your ideal client. So when he or she was reading your articles or if you did a video or something like that, your message really spoke to the heart of what they were were experiencing. So Eleanor, I wonder if you can give us a brief overview of the method that you teach for discovering your ideal customer and then being able to create offerings because I know as you did and it took you a year, so many ambitious entrepreneurs continue to struggle with this as well. So I'd love to hear your your thoughts. Sure. So this is what I teach in the Avatar Discovery course and What I'll actually do is just give an overview, a really high-level overview of what I teach in that. So it, it really starts with developing a mindset of being of service. So there's a lot of talk out there about, you know, finding your passion and finding what you're meant to do and that sort of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I find that you can get to that answer actually quickly if you start change your thinking, you know, if you start to think, well, what are other people struggling with and how can I support them? That one question really kind of changed everything for me. And if you can get used to thinking that way, then your entire life can be research. Mm. And that's what I talk about at the beginning of the avatar course 
And that's really the bedrock of this method. Yeah. Let so, me ju- can I jump in there, Eleanor, because I want to pick up on sure. a, a really important point that you mentioned is that, yes, absolutely, finding our passion and we might have a particular topic or a skill or something that we want to share and teach the world, yet if as you say, the, the the being of service mindset, if we don't recognize or really validate and find out, are people interested? Is this something that they're going to want to be want to learn? Is this helpful for them? We might spend hours creating content in a program that when we launch, no one's really interested in. So is that this kind of helps in that area as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. It helps in not only discovering what your business should be, but you can also use it if you do already have a business to tell you what you should create next mm. or what your next offering should be. It can yeah. be used over and over. Yes, absolutely. And I love the way that you're, you're saying, you know, be of service because then we know that our ideal client, there is a need there and, and we are being of service. We are supporting them. We are helping them get through their struggles and achieving whatever it is that they're wanting to achieve. So love that point. What's something else that you uh, cover in your avatar discovery course? So I also cover the best way to systematize capturing those problems and those struggles when you see them. Mm-hmm. So I teach how to use wonderful tool Evernote to make clippings of things that you see on the internet and how to channel them into different folders or notebooks as they're called in Evernote to really keep track of everything that you're finding. So that's the next thing. Mm. And then I go into really how to glean information from those things that you've captured into Evernote how to analyze and find commonalities among the problems and the struggles that you've found. Mm-hmm. I love the way that you are really capturing everything in one place because I have to admit that I am one of those people that kind of has folders all over the place and sometimes I'll jot down something on a you know in a journal handwritten and there's nothing more frustrating when you know that you've captured you've written down something somewhere but you can't remember where it is and I'd right. imagine having everything in one place that you know oh I know where that is and it's segmented into these different folders it's so time saving isn't it? Yeah, it's it's awesome. And you can even search Evernote by a certain keyword, even if you didn't remember what folder it was in. Mm-hmm. There are so many cool ways that you can find your information, find whatever it is that you need. Yeah, fantastic. Is Evernote an application or a tool that can be used on Apple as well as PC out of interest? Yep, mm-hmm. it sure can. There is a web version of it. So anybody can use it in a web browser. And there are also a variety of programs and applications that you can install either onto your computer or your tablet, your iPad, or even your phone. Mm -hmm. So pretty cool. And it will sync all of your information across all of those devices if you would like it to do that. Yeah. 
Fantastic. And so once you've gleaned that information from Evernote and you've recognised that there are definitely commonalities, there's themes coming through with some of the the research material that you've identified, there's, you know, common phrases and keywords and so forth. Is is there a next step that you show people in your avatar discovery course on, on what to do with that information? Yep. So next we talk about other aspects of your ideal client besides their problems and their struggles. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important part is the problem or the struggle. But then I talk about, okay, what type of person is really a good match for you to work with? And for that, we go into analyzing past experiences of helping people, Mm -hmm. whether they were clients or you know, anybody that you helped with anything, who did you work well with and who maybe not so well. And then we bring all of that into the picture mm-hmm. of, you know, to create this full avatar profile, their problem and also the type of person that they are. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's so very important. I think something many ambitious entrepreneurs, small business owners tend to neglect because they think, you know, well, I can work with everybody and anybody. However, I'm sure going through the process that you've just outlined, there are certain characteristics of certain people and not that they're right or wrong. It's just there are better characteristics and qualities that some people have of your ideal client that you would do your best work with because you gel with them and, you know, the the energy's there and you work well together Whereas there's some other people that it seems like a chore. And, And we all know those people, we may even have friends and colleagues like that, that being in their presence for a little while out energy just kind of gets drained and this will really help us Mm -hmm. to negate that and and really hone in on who we do our best work with and who we really want to attract into our businesses yes absolutely Mm. absolutely because I you know it's funny as I was teaching this course for the first time I went through it as well you know and did the exercises again for Mm -hmm. myself and I realized you know some of the people I worked with in the past were not such a great match for me yes Like, for example, some of them were people who really didn't even have a beginner's level understanding of marketing, which, like you said, isn't right or wrong. But for me, I found that to be a bit of an energy drain for Mm. me that doing really sort of beginner level stuff with them. Yeah. So that was an important thing that came up for me about, okay, what type of person is my ideal client? Yes. Yeah. There's nowhere that's written in, and I don't know if that's the correct grammar to use, but there is no book that says, or rules that says we have to absolutely work with, with everybody. I mean, there are other service providers that we can certainly, you know, have joint ventures with that if we recognize that, hey, this ideal client, and in your case, maybe not as experienced with marketing and really, really not someone that you, you know, prefer to work with, you could then refer to, to someone else and vice versa. And so the experience that you have and, of course, that your ideal client has in your program is just absolutely going to shine rather because I know, you know, some people, I've done it even myself years ago in my coaching, career coaching practice, I'd take on a client kind of thinking, oh, I don't really know whether this is the best client to take on. And I tell you what, when I had that thought and I and I did say that I would work with them, it ended up being a real struggle down the track. So I think we, we do ourselves a favor when we recognize who our ideal client is and firmly stick with that. Would you agree? 
Absolutely. Mm. And I, I love what you said about, you know, if they're not a good match for you, you can refer them to someone else because that is the power of partnership mm. with, you know, your peers. And, and I like to call them peers rather than competitors, mm-hmm. people who do similar type of work to what you do. Yes. Because no two businesses are going to be alike, especially in the entrepreneurial space. So, and, and that's actually kind of a nice segue into the next part of the course, which is sort of following your peers. Mm-hmm. And I talk about how to automate your peers' information and send it to your Evernote account as well you know, sending their blog posts and their promotions on social media and all these things, you can Mm -hmm. really get a sense of what are they doing and what problems are they addressing and Mm -hmm. who is their ideal client. Mm -hmm. And all sorts of interesting things can happen once you start tracking that information. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I, I love the way that you're also saying automated and doing that because I know as uh, entrepreneurs, many of us are solopreneurs, we may have a, a small team, but we do have to wear many, many hats. And so having a, a tool such as Evernote to do things a, a lot more automated is going to make our life so much easier. So I know that that, that is something that uh, is, is a real benefit to, to all of us. Are there any other steps that you take us through through your avatar discussion? Discovery course? So once you have set up your automated systems to track your peers, which by the way uses the free tool If This Then That or IFTTT, that's what I use to automate these things to Evernote. It's an amazing tool. You can link together all sorts of different services mm-hmm. online. And so once you've set these things up, then I teach how to track key information about your peers in a chart to lay out the different aspects of what they are doing, their partners, the problems they're addressing, the results and benefits they're promising, sort of putting all of those things into a chart and then creating a line in the chart for yourself. Mm-hmm which can be very illuminating because you can say, okay, how can I be different and how am I different? Not how can I be because you are different, mm-hmm. but how how is my business and my ideal client going to look a little bit different from what all these folks are yes. already doing? So Yeah. Very, very important. You know, and I think what's a, what I love that you've said, and I want to repeat that because so many of us, when we're going through this process and we have a look at our peers and they have similar programs and products, what we can sometimes do is, you know, our inner critic can go, well, why are we bothering to even put something together and something out there? But I love how you've said that we can offer something different, even how we show up and the experience that we can create for our clients in that program is something that can be the difference between our ideal client saying yes to us than, than another program. So I just want to remind everyone that what Eleanor's just said is so important that even though there may be other people offering similar services and programs and products, it's you that really brings the uniqueness out and the experience. And so don't be afraid to, to launch something, even though other people might be doing it as well. So important to, to recognize, isn't it, Eleanor? Absolutely. 
I'm so glad you said that because when I first had my first group of students going through this course, some people really struggled with that. They were mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do that module on tracking peers because I don't want to <laughs> compare myself to others. It's too painful. Yeah, and I The comparison like, oh. syndrome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you think about it, like, for example, really well-known people in the online marketing space, such as Jeff Walker with his product launch formula and Brendan Burchard with his experts academy training, you know, I've, I've bought programs from all of those people. Mm -hmm. I don't think of them as competitors. I don't think, Oh, I bought Jeff's program. And so, Oh, I don't want Brendan's program. (laughs) Like they, they each, teach it in a different way, yes. you know, and I've gotten things out of all of their trainings. Yeah. So it's really, if people just look at their own behavior and think, well, would I make a decision that way and think of people as competitors? No. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> then others probably are do this. <laughs> and there's so much, so much business to go around for everybody because, as you said, going through this process, we're really refining and identifying the avatar of ideal client. And when we get so specific, he or she absolutely will resonate with our material, with our content, you know, our marketing information that we're sending out there and, of course, the content that we are supporting them through our, our programs. So this is why this these steps that you're sharing with us are so important for us to go through. Otherwise, all the marketing that we're doing, we're just not connecting with with our ideal client. So once we have that, we're, we're recognising and we're tracking what our peers are doing and what other people are doing in the marketplace. Is there a next step you take us through or does that kind of round it all off? Well, the the next thing in my course, which is, it's almost like a a bonus. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm kind of, I'm thinking maybe I should call it a bonus. Maybe I will at some point because it it goes into creating and testing your first offering. Mm -hmm. So I talk about how to really refine your idea because through all this research, you'll, I'm any ideas. And so how do you pick the one to start with? And then how do you just find people that you can help for free and really test how your offering resonates? Mm -hmm. So I talk about tips for finding people and how to reach out to them in a friendly, helpful way. (laughs) And, you know, not in this kind of sleazy, self-promotional way and how to coordinate your your test offering and assess how well it went. Yes, yes. So. I think that's so important because, again, there may be certain programs and even the way that we talk about the programs may differ and, and trialling this is certainly going to give us feedback and, and information and research material that we can decide, okay, this one really pulled a lot more eyes on on that and, and that certainly is, is the way to go. So very important. And also I think what's really important, and, and I know that many of us heart-centred entrepreneurs, when we launch something, and it doesn't quite have the results that we want, we can tend to give up and go, oh, no one likes my stuff and we can tend to, mm-hmm. to then go and want to hide out. But I think what you're saying here is 
test it. It is a test. Don't assume that this is a direct reflection that on your work because it's not. It, it's really testing. And as I'm taking it out into the marketplace, which one really pulls more more views, gets more sharing and, and, and all that kind of stuff, which is just part of the process, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And it can be it can be fun and it can be interesting and you can build relationships. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, when I tested my first offering, those people are now like some of my biggest fans. Mm-hmm. And and I had such helpful conversations with them after I helped them with my free offering. I said I went back to them. I said, "Can I talk to you and get your feedback on how I can best help people and what you see my strengths as being. Mm -hmm. And those conversations were really illuminating and they were more than happy to do it because, you know, I had helped them for free. And so if you just begin a relationship and just an honest, friendly relationship with people, you can get all the information that you need about how your offer is or is not resonating. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so very important. So, Eleanor, can you tell me a little bit more about the steps that we talked about today and and your methods, how they can help multi-passionate entrepreneurs to choose a direction for their business? Oh, yes. So many people have this multi-passionate dilemma Mm -hmm. and they just have so many things that they're interested in, so many people they help. And what my method does is it doesn't discount any of that. It acknowledges that all of that is very valid. And what it does, though, is help you figure out a starting point. Mm-hmm. Because that's really all you need to do. And it's something that Rick Shard, again, is really great about teaching people is that you really just need to do one thing at a time. Build up your expertise build up your the recognition of you and who you are, and then people will easily come to see you as an expert in something else as well. It really doesn't matter where you start, but it does matter that you pick a starting point mm-hmm. and work on just that one thing for, you know, a good amount of time, more than, you know, a month. <laughs> <laughs> give it give it a little bit of time to grow. Yes. And what I teach people is just how to pick the easiest place to start. And I think people find that a lot less overwhelming. Absolutely. I, I think so. And uh, once you get started, you're starting to recognize, as you said, some of the commonalities. It's like putting the pieces to the puzzle together. And before you know it, you really have this beautiful overview of um, your your client avatar and, and certainly can use that to build some incredible programs and, and offerings that you know is certainly going to, to be of immense support for your ideal clients. So, Eleanor, can your methods and the processes that we just mentioned and spoke about today, can it help people whose businesses are more established as well? And if so, how? They absolutely can. And actually, right before this call, I was talking with somebody who took my course. And she is somebody who has a business but wanted to go in a different direction and maybe you know, serve a different avatar, mm-hmm. a different um, customer. And she said, you know, I'm going through your steps because I want to go in a new direction. And I know that I can never go wrong by just 
sleuthing <laughs> for people's problems and concerns. And she actually said, I know I'm just going to keep coming back to this this process over and over again. Because yes. it's really the work that should never end, right? Absolutely. When you have a business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because if you're launching a new product or a new program or a new service, you really want to, to make sure that you position it to your ideal client and everything that we mentioned. Otherwise, again, we could launch something, think it's absolutely fantastic, but unfortunately, no one's really taking much notice because we haven't taken the time to really define the avatar of our ideal client. So it's very important. Now, I know, Eleanor, that you've got some great articles and we are going to share that on our show notes. And for those of you who would like to pop to the show notes, this is uh, episode 126. So all you need to do is go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES126. And we'll uh, put the links to the articles that Eleanor has written. Now, Eleanor, how can people find out more information about you, about your program? Please share a little bit more about how they can do that. Sure. So, Right now, people can do the avatardiscoverycourse.com and I'm offering a free ebook that gives 10 steps to sleuthing your ideal customer. So it's more detail on what we covered in the show today. Mm-hmm. So people can get that for free if they go to that site. And they'll also get a lot of additional tips about once a week on how to sleuth and get to know your ideal customer. Mm. And they will also be the first to know when the course next opens. They can also go to eleanorstrong.com, which is my main site and where my blog is and where I write about marketing and business every week. Mm. So those are the two main places. Wonderful. And of course, we will put uh, that information on the show notes as well so that you can click directly through to those incredible resources that um, Eleanor has shared. Eleanor, thank you so very much for coming on the show. I've so appreciated you sharing your wisdom on such an important topic that every ambitious entrepreneur should take the time to to really research and familiarize themselves with if they want to build a successful business. So thank you once again for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Emery. It was loads of fun. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening. Another great show. As I mentioned at the beginning, great, great strategies for you to have in place. And please go ahead and check out all of those amazing resources that Eleanor uh, spoke about. Now, if this is an episode that you really enjoyed and you got value from, I want to encourage you to head over to iTunes. Go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES iTunes and leave a comment and a rating. Now, I'd so appreciate this and so would my guests is this really helps us make a huge difference to getting our message out there to as many other ambitious entrepreneurs as possible and you can play an incredibly important role in helping us by rating commenting and sharing the show with your friends and your colleagues once again thank you so much to my guest and next week we'll have another guest expert who will be sharing their wisdom to help you take your business to to the next level. Bye for now, everyone. This is Anne-Marie. You've 
been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.